Hey folks, this is your Ambuji foodie, Wesley Wright. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is, of course, a Saturday at 10 a.m. Yeah, you're on with us. But I, I'm, I'm really excited too, because, and in every instance, you know how excited I am when I have a guest in the booth. Uh, this week, I have a very, very special guest, uh, someone that I was very close to me. <laughs> She's my sister. She came out from California. I think I talked about it a few weeks ago uh, that she's doing an event. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be discussing. But first off, Beverly, why don't you say hello to St. Paul and folks listening to WEQI and the Unbougie Foodie. <laughs> hey, St. Paul, what's up? Really? Is that all you got? <laughs> I could say so much more. Yes, I know you could. Uh, to start off, I want to, you know, tell people a little bit about yourself. I, it's it's hard for me to, okay, it's not hard for me to interview you, but the questions from like a friend or, or something like that, it's easier for me to ask those questions, but you're my sister, so I know you. <laughs> right, but they don't know me, so you just have to talk to me like, you like know. Like they don't know me. Like, like they, they don't, don't know you. Right. I know, I know. But the questions kind of come off kind of weird. But anyway, so Beverly, tell us a little bit about yourself <laughs> and what you do. Well, first of all, you're my wonder twin. Uh, we are five and a half years apart, but we always get the, well, we used to get the married thing, which was really creepy. Bleh. But <laughs> but twins is is good now. That's, I'm cool with that. Um, I am an artist. Um, I'm a painter. And I have been painting or doing art seriously maybe for the past uh, three, four years. But I've been, you know, doing art since I was a kid. Um, I haven't gone to school formally, don't have for a formal art education, but I just I just see art in everything, uh, in people and things, even in food. And um, I paint on canvas. Um, you know, traditionally, but I also paint on glass and ceramics and uh, acrylic containers. And why that is, you know, she's on not only on the show simply because she's my sister, but being that you are here for the Minnesota Food and Wine uh, experience that's going to be at Target Field, that's tomorrow from one to five. Plug, plug, plug for them. Not really, but yes. <laughs> And then on Sunday, um, again, from, I said one to five, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sunday, the same time. She actually has a booth. Uh, she's an exhibitor. So she has wonderful pieces of art that she's going to be displaying. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. And again, you know, you're here because, you know, the thing, the artistry that you do, you do it on wine glasses and other drinkware um, and how do you feel that that actually relates to, you know, the Minnesota food and wine experience? Well, I feel that art should be functional or it can be functional. So other than just being nice looking and hanging on the wall and setting the mood for a room or an office, that there are certain pieces like a wine glass or a coffee mug that can also be an art piece. It can be artistic and it can complement um, a food like a, a piece of art on the wall complements a room. So you have a really decorative 
or um, piece of ceramic that you drink out of every day. That's like taking a, you know, a painting with you to work or wherever you enjoy your coffee. And um, it makes it more a part of our, our lives. Art, instead of just being that one thing, it can serve many purposes. Exactly. And, and I really appreciate the fact that, you know, one, you have that that eye for doing stuff in you know with with your art and along with you know putting it on having it apply if you would to things like in this case the food and wine i mean you have not been in any of this experience but i have so i know i gave you a little bit of insight on what that all entails and that people are going to be walking around with glasses of wine so already it was perfect that you already it's not like you had to oh well, let me see if i can paint on glass or paint on a wine glass and what the different types you already do that it's still a little intimidating though um not being as familiar with my audience you know living uh downtown la or living in California, kind of having a better idea of what um, people like or what people want to see. Being um, Minnesota is like another world, you know, not actually being familiar with what uh, people like or what they find interesting. So having you here as, you know, like my consultant was, was very, very helpful. The correspondent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am the Minnesota correspondent. For uh, designs by Bajay. <laughs> exactly. So if anyone's interested, you know, I do consult every now and then. And uh, any type of artistry that you need uh, to find out information on, you could, I'm sorry, you nope. could contact the Unbougie Foodie for that. <laughs> and we'll discuss uh, the fee later. Mm. Really? <laughs> Who gets any fee? You don't get no fee. I oh, not do. me. It was for you. I was, I was plugging you. Okay. Not a problem. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I feel a bit, you know, she got, I just mentioned that she, I had gotten the tickets, you know, prior to her even finding out that she was going to be here. And so when you got the, and you, uh, when you got the news, if you would, or information um, from the event organizer, I think I've mentioned something to the effect of, man, I wish I knew <laughs> Because then I wouldn't have had to pay for my tickets. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, it's funny that that how that worked out because, you know, right now, being that you're going to be going both days, you know, my first thought was I'm going to go that, you know, on that Saturday and I'll talk about it on the following week. Now it's it's almost like I feel I have an inside scoop on all the different vendors that are going to be there because, yes, I'm going to share a little bit. Her being an exhibitor, um, she gave me a list because I'm helping. I'm helping. The unbougie foodie is very helpful. You know, it's my sister. Uh, she gave me a list of all the other exhibitors that are going to be there as well. And I am truly excited because I've never been, you know, you have to wait to go to some of these experiences and to find out who is there. And then all of a sudden here, now I have this full list of all these people and all, I mean all these different companies and wineries and man yeah some of the places that are are listed are um, places that I've heard you mention on previous broadcasts like Pimento exactly 
And that definitely will be one of the places that we're going to be frequenting, <laughs> you know, uh, probably both days. <laughs> That's, you know, if you've never been to Pimento, I'm telling you, you really don't know what you're missing out on. And man, I, I'm quite sure that the audience listeners are like, why is this dude is always talking about oxtail? Because <laughs> it's good. Because it's good. It's very good. Uh, and my sister hasn't tasted it yet. You know, she's been here, what, how many days? Three days? Four days? Now? Three days. I got here on the 28th. So she hasn't had the opportunity to taste it. Uh, but when she does, she will understand what I'm talking about. My nephew had already tasted it, and he knows. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that he talked about it a little bit. Well, he he raved about it. He he loved the food that he had. All right. Well, hey. there's a there was a there's a um a company that I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. called City Girl Coffee Company. Shout out to you ladies. And I think that they're very unique in that they're first of all the coffee that they make is ground right here in Minnesota in Duluth, but also who they get the growers and the pickers that they get their their beans from um, are from women. And I think that that's a very cool, empowering thing to do. And I was hoping, you know, to make some arrangements with you to go and drive there and see them. But it just so happens exactly. that they're going to be one of the exhibitors. Booth 315. I hope you guys don't feel like I'm stalking you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's that's another one that's less local that's going to be uh, there. That's good to know. Uh, I know you mentioned that before and we talked about the whole trip up to Duluth. I said it's two mm-hmm. hours and you're like, okay, cool. And then what, after you got the list, you're like, they're going to be there. And I was like, <laughs> what? Who are you talking about? Um, yeah. What, now that you have actually seen the the list, mm-hmm. was there any place or any particular, you know, I guess booth that you were interested in going by? Now, mind you, we had already gone there today. I'm helping her set up, you know, her booth. So if you're, if you are interested or have gone to the or have your ticket, I should say, for the Minneapolis, excuse me, Minnesota Food and Wine Experience at Target Field tomorrow or Sunday, please make sure that you visit. Visit. I can't talk. <laughs> you visit booth number three zero nine. She's going to be in the three sixty Legends uh, concourse area. Um, I believe that's the is the pucket. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the pucket portion of Target Field. Um, and she's going, you'll see her as soon as you come in through the door, almost you'll, you'll see her. Uh, I'm so I'm excited for her, but is there anyone that you had in mind that you heard this morning that we were talking about? You know what? I cannot remember her name. But Psycho she... Susie's. <laughs> Psycho Susie's? Yes. Okay. Well, Psycho Susie said that she was going to have steak skewers and ceviche, and I'm going to be at her booth. <laughs> Most definitely. When I... Yeah, there it is. Right there. She's, Psycho Susie? Yeah, she's going to be in booth 517, Psycho Susie's Motor Lounge. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we're going to go see her. Um, there's a, a couple of them that have some really funky or cute names. Um, I want to get your viewpoint. Wine, women, on, and whatnot. I want to go to that booth. I, I want to get your viewpoint on what you're thinking of the whole experience. I mean, because this is, this is I have to say, it's a big deal for you. It really is. And I know you, you're my sister. You've been an artist for quite some time. But this is like a step... I'm very proud of you for this. 
um, one that you made the arrangements and you know you put you put it all together I mean step by step you know you had the conversations you did you really are building your brand and tell us a little bit I should ask that question too so that maybe that you could understand or help others understand too about your brand as an artist um, because your the your company if you want to say or that you're doing your artistry under is uh, hand a uh, heart to hand creations uh, designs by Bajay. How did you come up with that? Well, um, heart to hand creations. That was a lot. Sorry. That's okay. Heart to hand creations or H two H is simply that. Is from my heart and hands to yours. You know, it started off as, as you know, it didn't start off as a business. It started off as sometimes not having a gift for a wedding or something and just feeling that I could create something personalized or special for the person or persons that we were going to be, you know, gifting or whatnot. And um, it still kind of has remained my signature Uh, I do a lot of wines for one, even though I can make a set, I take commission work. I I do a lot of kind of one pieces, just kind of like I would do a canvas. I'd only, you know, make one and it, it's not, I maybe don't have a particular um, individual in mind, but a kind of individual, one who I know would appreciate, you know, what my designs are, whether it's some quirky saying or whether it's, you know, lumberjack, a bird, <laughs> or a lumberjack, mm-hmm. or lumberjill, yep, uh, which I uh, learned quite about, quite a bit about <laughs> in the past week or so. Um, I, but I really am a strong believer that art should be functional. Like I, I mentioned earlier, it should be something that you can take with you. You can help others. Exp- you can have others experience it, um, not just sitting on a shelf or hanging on a wall. You know, we know Michelangelo is, you know, his his sculptures and the Sistine Chapel and stuff are, are beautiful, but you can't take those with you. You can't carry it around. Um and those, the way that art makes people feel, the way that art makes me feel, um, it's motivated by music. And, and the reason why I say, feel it has a lot to do with food, too, I know when I cook and when we're in the kitchen, what do we do? We have music on. Yep. And, you know, that's, you know, another form of art. Um, when you, when I get to create dishes, uh, actual, you know, painting on plates uh, or uh, casserole dishes in this case, um it's it adds something to the food to the presentation um drinking out of a beautiful glass uh, or um, a mug when you're having your coffee in the morning it all it they it's like they meld together and And too because you purchased it from someone that you an artist and you're like, yeah, this is mine now. <laughs> They've <laughs> yeah. invested in you. Right. Very much so invested in me, but also invested in themselves. I, I really take a lot of pride in the things that I create for people, uh, whether I whether I know you or not. It's I just want it to last forever. I mean, glass can break, but, you know, you're not going to buy a, a, a something from me and the design's going to wash off. Uh, I take a lot of, of pride in learning about my craft. I learned something about how, what my process is every time I create something, you know, from the kind of paints that I use, from the way that it's baked, 
from the kind of protective coating that I put on it. I learn some, I'm learning different things all the time and it's because I want um, people to be proud that they have this, you know, piece of work that was, you know, designed by Bajay from my heart and hands to theirs. When it comes to the type of um, artistry that you do, um, how do you come up with those ideas? Um, I know you just kind of talked about, you know, the behind understanding of Hartan's creations and designs by Bajay, but like in this instance with this event we knew that this was coming up and you had you have specific art pieces um and i'm not taking credit but i mentioned that keep in mind what your audience is <laughs> you know you're talking about people that are there for for food and for wine so you know the different types of artistry that you put together how did you what was your thought behind that um, it was a little intimidating, um, and thankfully I did have you to consult on trying to figure out exactly what um, what my audience, or what my potential audience would want or would be interested in. Definitely something different than what I'm used to, and so did a little research myself uh, as well to just see what some of the interests would be. Um, people who usually have a lot of pride in their state or sports teams or things like that where they're from. So, um, yeah, I really appreciated the insights that you gave me and um, I did accordingly. I created some pieces with the, with the information that you gave me in mind uh, coupled with the research that I did myself. But it, that's really important to know who you're creating for and even knowing that within that you're still not going to you know, please everyone, but there's got to be someone um, or some portion of, of the population that is going to appreciate or be drawn to what it is that I do or what I create. Of course, of course. So with that in mind, um, I'm just going to say one of the items that you created <laughs> was a casserole dish. And it's a beautiful casserole dish. Dish. Casserole dish. <laughs> Say that five times. Um, but the casserole dish. Um, I mean, I my anytime I see something like that or any dish in general, uh, my first thought is, what am I going to cook in this? And not because I don't know. It's just. I have so many different ideas. What's the, maybe that's probably what I, the better way for me to say it. What's the first thing I'm going to cook in this or what I'm going to serve in this? Because, you, you know, the casserole dish, it can be used in so many different ways other than just being casserole. Right. You know, do desserts and other things up in there, too. So this I'm going to go back to the whole functional art thing. Um, the casserole dish is very beautiful. It has a peacock design on the top, on the lid, and um, the the tail extends to the side of the dish. And normally, something that that's that that's, that's so ornate, you would want to take it and put it on the shelf. But I assure you that it's sturdy. It's made to be used. Of course, you don't want to take a Brillo pad and scrub the outside of of the design, um, but it definitely can be hand-washed and it definitely can go in the oven. Um, and 
you can make a macaroni and cheese or you can make a tuna casserole. You can make a small lasagna or some type of ziti bake. There's so many different things that you can make that will complement, you know, the purples and the greens and the, the bits of orange and white. And blues. Um, and blues to go with that. It, it will look great with any table and enhance any meal. So when it comes to... Well, see, again, I, you're, you're at a disadvantage, but I, I'm not, sort of, because <laughs> I've been to the food and wine. But mm-hmm. being all the things that I've told you about it, what are you most excited about having? Because, yes, you're going to be an exhibitor. You're going to have to be behind the booth mm-hmm. or behind in your booth area. But, you know, Saturday is not the day that I'm going to be helping you. So I'm right. going to be there having some food, <laughs> cheese and meats and so forth. What are you excited to have? Because you know I'm going to bring you something. Um, I'm excited to have everything. I would really like to have some meat and cheese. I'm a bit of a carnivore. Um, but I'm not really excited about any one thing as far as food in particular. I'm really more so excited just about the atmosphere. I want to see everybody interacting with one another. I definitely want some wine. <laughs> I definitely want some wine. Uh, um, yeah. You're going to be right next to a, a, a vendor. I know. So, uh, so like I, I plan I, to play said, nice with them. Play nice. And I be like, will. hey, here's a glass just for you. Exactly. And here's my glass. Can you fill this <laughs> yeah, up too? Exactly. I, yeah. I, I'm interested in learning. You know, there's going to be wine seminars. Like this is not just like a vendor event where you come and just buy stuff. This is going to be learning and tasting. And so I wish that, you know, that on uh, if I got a break from being an exhibitor that I would get to attend. You know, I'm, my brother is the unbougie foodie. I am not. There's a lot that I don't she's know about is what food. she's saying. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> there's a lot that I don't know about, you know, pairing what wines with what. And I'm always asking him these things. And um, it would be nice to know for myself. Uh, I'm just, like I said, I'm ready for the interaction. I'm ready to see how Minnesota is going to interact with me. Because I think they're going to know that I don't belong here. <laughs> really? Wow. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm so going to put you on the spot right now, only because, you know, this is this is a food show. So okay. I know that you have been, you know, we're, we're off the topic of Minnesota food and wine. Come, Being that you're coming from California, there mm-hmm. are so many different things that are happening in California. And uh, I see that you have, along with probably one or two of your other friends, have become this downtown Los Angeles or <laughs> South Central Los Angeles food person. Why, why are you trying to hone in? <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the East Coast covered. I mean, the West Coast covered. You okay. know, I can't Cali speak. Covered. I can't speak on Minnesota. I can only go by blah, what blah, blah, the Unbougie Foodie blah. says every week. And sometimes it's over my head. I'm still stuck on the Kashan that he talked about last week. I am a carnitas pork pig lover from snout to tail. I love it all. But um, in Cali, I'm just kind of, a t- I love meat. So um, I'm not a taco connoisseur, but I'm always seeking out the best or the better taco. There's so many cool places there to eat, though. It's kind of overwhelming almost to not visit the same places over and over again. But it's also good to try something new. We've got 
uh, I, I don't know what you'd call him now, a street vendor. You guys probably may have seen him on the Steve Harvey show. Place um, his is that his a little place with the big bar with a burrito or something like that? Or it looks like he it, they have burritos, they have quesadillas. It's called All oh. Flavor No Grease. Hmm. I have he's, he's a big big guy, and um, his flavors of it is big, and it's the food that he makes. It's amazing. He makes um, quesadillas and burritos with shrimp, carne asada, and chicken, like all together. <laughs> and he has his own, you know just his way that he does everything and it's like it, it's artistry watching him create everything and put the guacamole with the you know it's it's nice and it's very it's very good and the he would be blocking off streets um the street where he lived and creating uh these these deals and he would just kind of let you know every day what time he was going to be there and um it could get a little pricey though i know i ordered three things and it was 50 bucks what <laughs> Sorry, man. Good lord. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but it was it was worth it. It's not something that I would go do every day. But then there's a couple of other places. Like there's this this taco truck is called called Los Carnales, and they are located in Cali on the corner of Figueroa and Vernon. Okay. Okay. Really? And, yeah, right over there in that Shell station, across from Burger King. Wow. It is so bomb.com. I don't even know what to say. And the horchata's good. And they have all the fresh ingredients out, the radishes and all the cilantro and onions. And it's just good. See, I think over here on the east side, there needs to be some type of food truck conspiracy going on or something like that. <laughs> what? I mean, just people just need to bum rush over here and be like, you know what? We're not going to go to Minneapolis this week. We're going to go over to St. Paul and we're going to be on Payne or Arcade and we're going to just have a food truck craziness. There's going to hmm. be five or six food trucks out there. They, okay, that there, there needs to be maybe barbecue. There needs to be some tacos, maybe like three tacos, one barbecue, uh, one Cuban place. I don't. Do, I don't know. Do you guys have Mediterranean food trucks? Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes, we do. There is a food truck in LA called Spiro Euro. Oh, gosh. Spiro, hi, is <laughs> one of the main people. You can sound like you're giving a shout out and everything like that. Uh, He's like, hey, I'm going to be on the radio, so <laughs> I'm going to give you a shout out. Listen for me. Um, I hope he is listening. Um, for different reasons that have nothing to do with food. But um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is a clean show, woman. <laughs> this is a clean comment. <laughs> At, right at this time yeah this moment um but oh, amazing so good i'm such a fan that's my new those are my new top three my top three are is belizean food um, that's number one i know I, I didn't i say it first belizean food um oh, mexican food and mediterranean food all right, all right. italian has been bumped out why? Oh, because of the uh, Mediterranean? Yes. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Where are you from? No. Unless there's some <laughs> Italian man that wants to win me back over to the Italian side. Do you see what I got to put up with? This is... 
I just hope that people at the <laughs> Minnesota Food and Wine, you know, they pay attention to the artistry and, and, and everything. And don't bat your eyes and anything. Hi, can I buy, can you want to buy me something or buy something for me? I don't have to ask that. <laughs> Whatever. We're here to talk about food. We're not here to talk about anybody trying it to is capture your attention or you capture their attention. <laughs> Clown. Um, anyway, uh, don't hate. really I don't hate. Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> we haven't had an opportunity really. I have not had an opportunity to really, really take her out to, to dinner. I mean, we have been to two places that I always talk about handsome hog and the dark horse and dark horse. Yes. But that was only because, you know, it was late. She got here and she got here late in the evening and we just wanted to quickly have something because she was hungry. And then Handsome Hog, uh, I think, didn't we try to go to someplace else? We tried to go some, we went to, tried to have, uh, uh. no, well, that, but also we tried Chinese food. And then it was like, oh man, then we had to go to Handsome Hog. What did we eat at Handsome Hog? Really, the pork belly? The sandwich that you couldn't eat because it was too spicy. Oh, and we had to trade. Yes, exactly. Gave him my ribs. Oh. Yeah, those ribs are succulent. They were. They were so tender and so good. They didn't yeah, even need any barbecue exactly. sauce. It was good, but that, that sandwich was a bit much for me. Before we go, or before we, you know, even end the show, I just want to make sure that I, uh, I'm jumping around a little bit, but I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to give uh, some of your social media information out. So, uh, you know, either Facebook, or Instagram, uh, Snapchat. I like saying that that way, Snapchat. <laughs> um, you you want to go ahead and save some of the some of that information so that they could follow you and. I am on Facebook. It's under Designs by Bajay, and there is an accent on the final e. That's B E J E, um, where you can see some of my work. But really, my most uh, used. Um, social media is my Instagram, Instagram. and because you can because I'm like almost posting if not my own stuff every day then just something that I find interesting artistically and that is um, Bejay underscore H2H B-E-J-E underscore H the number two and another H okay all right well wow okay you know that's good I'm sorry, I was a little bit shocked by something. <laughs> sorry, that was a little funny. But uh, I was trying to figure out, uh, I was going to ask you another question, but I, I was thrown. Sorry, I apologize for that. Um, Someone stumped the unbougie foodie? Really? I'm trying, to, this is about a food show. This is a food show, and I'm trying to make sure that we cover all of our areas of food. <laughs> anyway, what did you like... I know we talked very briefly about it, and you know, even while we were at the at the uh, at the restaurant, your sandwich. I I admit, yes, it was a little spicy, but it was a southern uh, was a South Carolina barbecue sandwich or something that you had. I don't know. I don't remember. She, she she wipes it away because she doesn't want to. You know, it wasn't something that she really she really 
couldn't have ingested because it was a little bit spicy. I than bit usual. the sandwich, and the first t- bite was it was so tasty, so full of flavor. And then when I began to chew, I began to taste the hotness, and then it was no longer enjoyable. But that's that's just me. I don't like hot at all. I like well seasoned. I like you know. I like a good flavor, but I just, I, can't, I don't understand people who eat the things that burn the taste buds out. And you just, I feel like you can't taste the food anymore if it's too hot, but I'm, I'm really sensitive. So uh, it probably wasn't that hot, but for me it was. Yeah, it was her, it was her lady, her lady likeness. And, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't put that in my mouth. It gets too hot. No, I can't ingest that anymore. No, shh. Okay, because I was gonna say, because I was gonna say something. I know you were. I know you were. I'm glad you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What about dark horse? Okay, well, I gotta go back to my 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 ribs that I couldn't finish, but I did finish myself because you know, even though they were cold when we took them home, I I I garmandized on those. Uh, What do you think about the ribs? They were really good. Um, It was like I said, tender. It was uh, had flavor. It was juicy. wonder what that that it was kind of like a glaze or something that they used on it and you know it's not like me not to really already know ingredients and so forth but it was this has been a, a week a very interesting week of rushing around and doing things so <laughs> i no no blame no shame on that but uh yeah there was just uh what seemed to be some type of glaze that i couldn't i don't know if it was just sugar or honey or something because it was savory but it was also sweet yeah. at the same time it had some sweetness to it so man i gotta find out what but that it wasn't is. sticky so no, i was wasn't. thinking that maybe it was just the meat maybe you know there was pork ribs so maybe it was just well, i don't know it has a tendency to be uh, a little sweet sometimes but but remember too that when you're putting on on a glaze on something they if you bake it well enough or or maybe it it could have just been a light glaze because it wasn't heavy so that it made kind of like a crust on the actual outer portion of the rib itself it was just a light glaze that you knew that okay this is there's something sweet on there whether it be honey or some type of sugar sugar, yeah exactly uh what about uh you know dark horse so a dark horse I had the shrimp taco. Mm-hmm. I had also the oh gosh, the um, pork, pork sliders. Nope, the, that, you're thinking still of uh, handsome hog. Remember, because oh. we had I had the salad too, and, and we had the wedge, right? Yeah, the wedge. That was delicious, by the way. And and not there are not many places that I could I feel that I could go to and have a good wedge salad. Handsome hog is one of them. Um, I think there is another place, but they're more, I'd say they're more of a franchise, but Handsome Hog, I was very surprised. Nice big chunks of uh, blue cheese and then the cherry tomatoes. uh, And it was a a great size um, along with the bacon. Everything, as we know, is great with bacon. But um, I want to switch over very quickly to the uh, to Dark Horse. So again, I had the shrimp tacos. I also had the pork belly slider. What what did you have? I know it was wasn't it a sandwich or nope. I had pizza. Oh, that's right. 
And I I think I had one slice of, of that. How was that? I, I liked it because it was a thin crust. Right. Um, and like you said, which was, I thought was kind of insightful, that being that it was a thin crust, it didn't have all the doughiness right. that was with it. So you um, could really taste the sauce yeah, and you, you can taste, taste the meat. Um, I had sausage and pepperoni, I think. Yeah, you had kind of like a meat lover's, yes. I think what you said. Hence the carnivore, yes. It was good. I was able to taste everything and it wasn't too greasy or oily. It tasted great the next day. It was good. Mm. I, I, it's going to... All the stuff that we're going to have, you know, at the Funa Wine, of course, is going to... Uh, yeah, what we have for lunch today was, is going to pale in comparison <laughs> to what we're going to have tomorrow uh, and, and on Sunday. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy that uh, you have had the opportunity to come here and uh, you know showcase oh your your artistry um i'm wondering if i think if anyone's interested in finding out more information in the future maybe about events that are around the twin cities well specifically on the east side of st paul Please uh, feel free to reach out to uh, me at theambujifudi at gmail.com, uh, where I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. Uh, visit my Facebook page where I'll post information, as always, about places that I've gone to. And you can always leave me a message and ask questions as well. And I am a food poster. Um posting food you know on instagram that is so you know social media for me is it's my avenue of being able to get that information out to you uh, so i want to encourage you if you'd like to to follow me on instagram at the underscore unbougie foodie and then of course twitter um, every now and then I'll make some type of ranting or ravings, if you would, on Twitter. Uh, and that is at UnbougieFoodie. So, you know, please feel free. Uh, I know we're, again, still having conversation about um, food here, the Unbougie Foodie, But I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to WEQY you know, 104.7 FM, uh, the voice of the East Side. We have so many other uh, hosts that have shows. Uh, I encourage you to definitely support uh, your uh, local community radio station here on the east side. Um, and it's, it, I think it's enjoyable when we have people in the community that have something to add. And I know I look forward to it. Anyway, when we are tomorrow, what... I think, I don't know how I'm going to help you tomorrow. I really don't. I mean, I'll be there early in the morning and everything, but. You you don't have, I, I want you to enjoy. I am. I want I you am. to enjoy the food and wine experience. I don't want you to worry about me. Oh, I know that's like telling you not to breathe, but I will be fine. You can pass by and see that I'm okay. And everything will be fine. And those of you who decide to follow him on all his various social media channels, you know. I'm going to be posting like crazy tomorrow. Just, you know, maybe he'll find a Miss Unbougie foodie. And um, you guys can live happily ever after. She says that through her nose. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You you don't worry about me, bro. Mm. Uh, you've gotten me this far. You're my rah rah guy, and you're my wonder twin, and I love you, and oh, you are very supportive, and um, oh, love fest. <laughs> if you <laughs> if it weren't for you know you're in, you know encouraging me and making me feel that I could do and accomplish these kinds of things, then I I wouldn't be here. And also, I get to stay at your place rent free. <laughs> I don't have to pay for a hotel. I just, you know, flop on the love sack. Mm-hmm. Get chauffeured around and everything. It's exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you are so in tune with your duties. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to end this show in a minute and be like, yeah, she out of here. She's not going to be on no show tomorrow. No, 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 no event tomorrow. I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Crazy. I'm paid up until the 8th. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think uh, I am so looking forward to spring. Uh, I... Well, spring, summer, just all the forward months because there's going to be just so much going on. I know that there is going to be uh, in the month of, I think it's July or or April. Um, that's around the time when food trucks, <laughs> I want to say, come alive. <laughs> like they're in hibernation right now. But that is a time when food trucks really start making their appearance and not just not just the ones that we're so familiar with, but newer ones that are coming out. Um, I think in the upcoming weeks, there will, I know very briefly, I was doing some research and I saw that there was some um, food, new food trucks that were coming out. So I will make it a point to um, bring that uh, uh, that information to you all. So make sure that you're listening. I'm just going to say every week, every Saturday at 10 a.m. at the Ambuji Foodie, because I'm going to uh, share that information with you as I do with all food information that I get. It's kind of funny because I know that's what I do, but it just seems like, man, he's always sharing some kind of place and something to, to do at some event. Uh, but I'm sure your listeners appreciate it. They better. <laughs> Um, but aside from that, uh, man, that's going to be in uh, July, uh, that's going to be in, like I said, in April um, when they start coming out in already in July. I saw that there is going to be uh, in Uptown, which I know that Uptown has gotten a bad rap in reference to having the food truck festival. Um, so we'll have to check that out. I have not gone to the event in Uptown. I have, as you all know, have, last year went to Battle of the Food Trucks uh, at Maplewood Mall. Um, enjoyable. Um, there were some suggestions, which I think I could I feel confident in passing on to you all as well, that if you do plan to attend that this year, which there's not a date or anything that I could pass on to you, but... Hey, if you have camping chairs and you'd like to go to that event, make sure you take them with you because I don't think they're going to be providing any type of seating arrangements and so forth. So I just want to kind of bring that out and find out uh, where we, you know, so that you're familiar with that. So (laughs) um, I... 
I want to end um, with just what are your some thoughts that you I'm again putting you on the spot uh, is there anything interesting in Los Angeles that you see that that's upcoming uh, and like I said I know that you have been a foodie <laughs> and doing things how are you finding out about your events in Los Angeles and uh, well, living where I live in downtown L.A., you can't help but hear about it. And you go to one event, and while you're at that event, other vendors or other people will share with you. Uh, the Pancake and Booze Festival is coming up. I just was at the Chocolate and Art Show where we had um, live uh, body painting, and there was a fondue, two fondues, uh, two chocolate fountains, actually. Um, and like I said, you just find out by word of mouth, other artists who are a little bit deeper into the community are always willing to share. And so that's that's good. And then you kind of get your own finger on the pulse of of, um, of the community and of the life and you start finding out things yourself and you get in the know. That's good. What about how's my nephew adjusting to his coming here and being the experience that he had here he the food it. experience too and also being on the unbougie foodie he loved it i listened to that broadcast over and over again and i realized that he um he's has adopted he, yeah he's great on the radio he's adopted some of your ways really? oh the food was so fantastically oh, prepared i do not talk like that <laughs> I do not have conversations like that or um, sharing. It was was amazing. Yes, it was so fresh. (laughs) That's not even what I talk. How I even how I talk. He loved it. He still talks about it. He had a great time. I'm sure that he's looking forward to coming again when he's 21 and he can do some debauchery with you. Remember, this is a food show. This is not about it. Hey, you know what? There, food, I'm telling you, food is all-encompassing. It involves every aspect of what we do, and you can absolutely do some debauchery with food. Uh, <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone. I will mention, you know, yesterday we were, I forgot, uh, this is probably a great time to actually talk about it too. We had some, my secular job, yeah, I, it, was a, it was a crazy day yesterday. <laughs> so crazy. But we have something at our, at my job that's called Festival of Nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Festival of Nations, it, it really, it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It really is a you know festival, but individuals that come talk about you know their foods, their cultures, and so forth. You know, it's a very diverse company. So this specific event, we I had never been to, but I was asked to create a storyboard specifically for uh, what's referred to as our Latin Connection or team member network. That. It was great. That in itself was, you know, there was tamales. There were... Spring rolls. Yes. Yeah, well, rolls. I'm just trying to go from one to the other. So uh-huh. that was tamales. Yeah, And I'm saying, you know, it was tamales. Tamales. Was tamales. Stop playing. <laughs> uh, but then we just started going over to the other nations. <laughs> I'm sorry. The first one that I, that I just from Latin Connection was... 
Portugal. 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 What was that called? I starts with an N and it ends with oh, a, mm. uh, pasteles uh, de nata. Hey. It, well, that's what it was, pasteles that's, de nata. Yeah. And for us, because we have a a dessert that's very very similar, um, it's called lemon cheese pie. They had these these small little desserts, tart like, uh, tart like, yeah, and, and they're just made with really with egg yolks and cream mm-hmm. and you know, gosh, I I think it may have had probably some cinnamon or something or egg uh, eggnog <laughs> nutmeg on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just it was delicious. It was very good. Uh, I love the fact how they put it together you know in those little tartlets and some of them were overflowing and yeah I can't talk about I can't talk about not talk about them enough uh, because they were so good and they were serving wine Uh, they were serving wine that was really surprising because here we are on company property and I was thinking uh but I had some anyway (laughs) (laughs) well they had to stay true to their you know their culturalness sorry but, but the best food was was what? Romania. <laughs> Romania was the best. They served something that was like a polenta yeah. type of. It was corn. So smooth. And it had cheese that... and it had bacon. <laughs> and it was good. It was so good. And they give you this piece of bread that was like had walnuts and stuff in it. And it tasted like, you know, cinnamon toast or cinnamon like a, bread like it, it a al- coffee cake or something it almost like that. tasted like our bun yeah and it went so well with it and she was telling how you know corn in abundance something that you know if you're poor you can afford it and they just have created it or made it into this really creamy delicious it was good yeah. i thought it was scrambled eggs yeah we both did because yeah. i asked her i'm like this is egg and what else she's like no this is corn i was like what this is corn like what it's not corn. They're very <laughs> resourceful people and also very well known for their politeness and hospitality. Oh, wow. And it, so delicious. So yeah, delicious. Uh, we, well, I tried over at, what was it? Uh, I don't know. Not Scot- Lichtenstein. Scotland. No. Oh, Lich- Lichtenstein. Was had, it Lichtenstein? Had good sausage. Yes. That's that sausage. Good. Those brats were, were delicious. What was the other place though? Oh, Scotland? Poland. Nope, Poland. Oh. Remember all the different um, types of meats that were there? Oh, right. He, You had the hog head. Yes, hog heads. Yeah, that was very, very good. Yeah, it was good. You didn't taste that. Uh, you, you said it was good, so I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> you, you had this look of <laughs> you ecstasy. Your, like You had your own opinion about what you had. I can't remember what, which one you had. I think it was just one that was... It, it was, was pork. just a regular sausage. It was pork. It was, it was just pork. It was, it was pork. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't care what the name is. Yeah, just, just it was as long as it was pork. But then we had the whiskey cake. Oh, see that whiskey cake. You gotta talk about the whiskey cake because, from my a standpoint of uh, a Belizean background or culture, that we tastes- soak our fruit in before we make the, the you know like the holiday type Christmas holiday um, fruit, fruit cake. cake. We soak it in. The rum, and then we add rum to the cake, and then there you have it. But the <laughs> whiskey cake so was simple. just ri- <laughs> the whiskey cake was tasting like it was right on point, right up there, up to par with the 
with our cake and it's good. I don't know how many he had because I, I was trying not for him to cut another slice because yes, I could have had my own slice. Right. You were just trying to be nice. I was being nice. And I'm you like, were. You're very you're a very nice man. Wh- really? Yeah, you're I'm being very sincere. You're a very nice man. You care about other people. I would have had him give me half of that cake, but <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you. Yeah. Be like, dang, Wesley's sister is greedy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but it was good. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I did not realize that it, it was a very dense cake. Uh, and that, I mean, I did it seem to me that he was trying to give us the whole entire cake. I'm telling you. It seemed I, that you know, way. I think that they probably told him, look, Jim, I don't know if his name is Jim, <laughs> but I'm just, we calling him Jim for the purpose of this. Jim, as soon as whatever you got to hand out is gone, no more butterscotch, no more whiskey cake, you can go. Okay? <laughs> so I think he was trying to get rid of everything fast so that he can get out of there. Because when we were asking him stuff about Scotland, he was just you like, take the whole uh, cake? You want to take it? You want to big? <laughs> How, how should I cut this? He looked like he wanted to rip it apart with his hands and give it to us. Well, hey, you know. It, it, but he was it, a nice man. If it wasn't for the fact that Bill had to go find the knife, he was. It seemed like he was just ready to put it on the yeah, plate. Yeah, he was and like, say, "Here, you guys, you. take it, take, take it, it, take it with you." <laughs> <laughs> um, other people have to have something, yeah. you know. And it, I don't know how many he had, but hey, it was very, very good. Did Brazil have any food, or did they just have capoeira? They had just the. They did the performance of capoeira. Okay. So, anyway. so we don't have to talk about them because no. they didn't have any food. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, hey, it, it, was, it, was, it was good. You know, yeah. Asian Connection, though. Come on now. Yeah, Asian uh, Connection, was their food was good. Even though she was trying to pawn off a chicken on you. Oh, or, my God. It was a, a rooster. rooster. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's, uh, Isn't it the year of the rooster? Uh, yes, it is. Is that why? We are in, in very important individuals. Yes, we are. Roosters. Yeah. It was not a chicken. It was a rooster. <laughs> and I and I was very happy that she didn't make me take it. Yeah. She was trying to make you take it, indeed. <laughs> we'll mail it to you. <laughs> Are you kidding I me? No. <laughs> uh, she has m- m- too many of that to worry about. You know, any, what did you call them? Crockeries or whatever? I don't know. Crookerments. 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 My mother and her crookerments. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. So many crookerments. She has no idea that she's getting a rooster in the mail. Yeah. I think. Yeah, she uh, is. Well, hey. She's going to love it. Yeah. Because it, it came from where it came from? Because it came from you. <laughs> you say it so distinctly. Like, you know uh, what? Let's not you. bring any sibling rivalry into <laughs> this beautiful, unbougie booty moment <laughs> but there is definitely some right below the surface really yeah listen. and it has involvement of food it has a it has an <sighs> only when you come in town do we get these fabulous feasts of meals and oh let's wesley's coming and we have to get this and oh we have to get that oh no we have to get Jowls, yeah. Uh, so, th- thanks so much for end, you know, coming and joining us on the Unboozy <laughs> Foodie. Uh, we're ending the show kind of early. Or that really, wow, yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I have to come back in in April and regale you with some more of his um, pre unbougie foodie stories really no you won't do that <laughs> maybe they might be interested in hey you want a one day show or something like that and maybe you could tell them then you know what they- I'll wait till we have the meet and greet we're gonna have a meet and greet and we're gonna cook for you guys and um 
I'll tell you guys all the stories there. Uh, what? Me? Where? All of them. Who? What meet and greet? You either. You don't know nothing. You <laughs> <laughs> know nothing. Whatever. <laughs> she only wishes that she had anything on me when it comes... No. <laughs> Maniacal. We'll talk later. Maniacal. We'll talk later. Whole maniacal. Whole clownishness right about now. Anyway, I tell you, we're coming to the <laughs> the end of the um, bougie foodie for for this week. You know, I I just want to again thank you so much for being here. You know, I love you, even though I could throw a pie at you <laughs> or whatever. What kind of pie? I really, just. <laughs> How do you want to help end out the show? <laughs> do you have any last words that you want to say? Your, your accoutrements or... Crookerments. Crookerments or whatever. Keep watching. I mean, keep listening to the Mbuji Foodie. He's about to do some really big things. He's going to broaden your horizons and widen your palates and your waistband. <laughs> Not that I really, really want to do the last part. <laughs> It happens. It happens. It does it happen. You know, but no, I really do appreciate the unbougie um, foodie workout plan. <laughs> it's better than Kanye. <laughs> yeah, I have to. <laughs> I really have to end the show because. <laughs> so thank you all so much for tuning in. I really appreciate uh, again you uh, ha- having a chat with us and listening to us <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> So li- please, uh, I encourage you to listen to uh, me every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Only on WEQI. Uh, as always, as I end every show, uh, I really want to encourage you to not let anyone tell you what kind of foodie to be. Because really, it is all about the food. Until next time, next week, that is. Peace and blessings. And eat food.